Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I invite you to check out over 4,000 of my written reviews. You can read there anytime at Quipster.net. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. I also want to remind you that I do another podcast show called Around the World in 80s Movies, where I do reviews of films of the 1980s, of course. You can check it out at atwmovies.com if you want more details on that. Today, we're going to be getting into the latest, the sixth film in the Mission Impossible franchise. It is called Mission Impossible Fallout. It's a PG-13 rated film. It runs two hours and 27 minutes. The cast includes, of course, Tom Cruise as the main star, Henry Cavill, Ving Rhames, Simon Pegg, Rebecca Ferguson, Angela Bassett, Vanessa Kirby, and Alec Baldwin are in the film. The director and screenwriter is Christopher McQuarrie. In the film, Ethan Hunt and the rest of the Impossible Missions Force, the IMF, get the blame for losing a target by putting the well-being of their own force over that of millions, perhaps even billions, of innocent people around the world. Their latest mission has them losing track of three spherical plutonium cores. They've been stolen and offered on the black market to, among others, an anarchist terrorist organization called the Apostles, with a mysterious leader named John Lark, who are hell-bent on using these orbs to shake up the world order in a very permanent way. The IMF continues to get a chance to get hold of the nuclear material. The team travels to France, though on this mission, they have to take along a new partner in CIA agent August Walker, played by Henry Cavill, to find the major black market broker named The White Widow, an associate of the Apostles, but to complete his mission for the IMF, Ethan has to go undercover as John Lark and then must perform a dangerous mission for the White Widow, one that involves the vengeful nemesis Solomon Kane, who was the villain from the previous film, Rogue Nation, and one that has Ethan seemingly at odds with his new friend, the ex-MI6 agent Ilsa Faust, and also it complicates his own sense of right and wrong, and it forces Ethan to come to terms with what he's willing to sacrifice in order to deliver a greater good. Now, frequent Tom Cruise collaborator Christopher McQuarrie, he brought a solid mix of classic Hollywood thriller elements with breathtaking modern-day action techniques in the fifth entry in the Mission Impossible series that was Rogue Nation. He returns and he one-ups himself with Fallout, and that's likely going to go down as one of the most viscerally stunning action films of 2018. McQuarrie, who also is the sole credited screenwriter for Fallout, he's substantially reducing some of the silly elements of the prior effort, while he also goes a long way to making his action sequences much more realistic in the way that they mix practical stunts and seamless visual effects enhancements. This is definitely a more assured work this time out. Now, while I personally still have a soft spot for the more emotionally engaging Mission Impossible 3 as my favorite in the series, I would say that Fallout ranks a not-too-distant second for being a pretty highly efficient and dazzling action thriller that delivers all of the goods that you're going to expect, and then some. The plot is engaging. It's sometimes confusing, but it does have plenty of twists, surprises, and some reveals to justify the talking head segments that come in between the lengthy action sequences. So loyalties here seem layered, and they could shift in seconds, and the hardest part for these agents is not only knowing who to trust, but if they're doing overall good or evil on their current mission altogether. 
Now, although we as the viewers of this movie live in a fairly politically charged environment, you see the news, there's a lot of politics involved, I would say that contrary to that, Fallout seems mostly free of the underlying commentary about the current world situation. It only glances at it a little bit through the act of a terrorist organization that wants to take out hallowed religious sites in order to shift the balance of the world that clings to old, traditional ways. The new characters of Fallout and their respective actors add a lot of good chemistry to the bunch. Angela Bassett's no-nonsense CIA director merits watching, certainly, especially in the way that she deals with her subordinate muscle and the mustachioed Henry Cavill, who steals a number of scenes with a wry twinkle in an eye within this very stoic face. But I do think that the mainstays make it worth coming back to all on their own. Tom Cruise continues to emote in ways that seemingly only he can, He causes us to take it all very seriously. Even the most absurd and over-the-top things that happen in this movie seem possible for Mission Impossible. And that's partially due to Tom Cruise continuing to perform his own stunts whenever and wherever he can without actually killing himself. And while not everybody is going to publicly admit to being a Tom Cruise fan, when you watch Cruise in an action film, it's hard not to come away with a good deal of admiration for what he's willing to do to entertain us as he runs and jumps and runs again and takes on piloting a helicopter and then he relentlessly runs and runs and runs. I mean, the man never phones it in and he certainly doesn't do it here in Fallout. Now, the only downside to McQuarrie's film, I would say, is in some of the twists and the double crosses, they're a little bit easy to guess for anyone who's moderately seasoned in the way that these sorts of spy movies tend to go. But it's a minor detraction from a piece of entertainment that is hitting on all cylinders in every other regard. Even the film's two and a half hour length, the longest thus far in the franchise, is not as cumbersome as most blockbusters that stretch far beyond what's necessary, especially given that there are no prolonged lulls along the way. It moves along at a very efficient clip. This one's bolstered by Lorne Balfe's truly magnificent score. I think this is one of the best scores I've heard in an action movie in quite a while. Rob Hardy's jaw-dropping cinematography. Here, amid a series of picturesque locales, you see London and Paris and India's mountainous Kashmir region. It's all beautiful to behold from a visual standpoint, especially with those action sequences featuring some of the slickest editing in the business from Eddie Hamilton. Due to all of this, Fallout emerges as a treat for the eyes and the ears above and beyond just the fine cast and the nifty plotting. And as with other films in the series, Tom Cruise truly gives us his all. He shows appropriate fear, determination, and resolve on his face at all times, far more emotive than the cool and collected counterpart in the James Bond flicks. And I love James Bond films, but there's something special going on with these Mission Impossible movies too. I think the only mission that might be more impossible would be for McQuarrie to outdo himself in a third go-round as the director in the franchise, should he choose to accept it. We'll see if McQuarrie can outdo what he did with Fallout because he did a very good job here. I'm going to give Mission Impossible Fallout three and a half stars out of four. Three and a half stars on my scale means that I do think that this is a good film, and I definitely recommend it. If you like the other films in the Mission Impossible franchise, you certainly should go out and see this one. You'll probably find it as entertaining as any of the others, maybe even more so. And I think that despite the fact that there are some recurring characters here and some plot lines that uh, tie in with a couple of the other movies, Mission Impossible 3, certainly, and Rogue Nation, of course, I think that there's still enough entertainment value if you haven't seen any of the other Mission Impossible films to still be entertained by what Fallout has to deliver. You can pick up on all of the other films later, although I do recommend watching them all. I like all of the Mission Impossible films to varying degrees, and I rewatch them from time to time. I do think that it really 
really does hold up as a very entertaining action film franchise. So three and a half stars out of four for Mission Impossible Fallout. Thanks everyone for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the review. If you did, I do encourage you to click the subscribe button and you'll continue to get all my reviews as they come out throughout the course of this year. And until next time, thanks everyone. If you go see Mission Impossible Fallout, I hope that you have a great time like I did. 